Before our next segment begins, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Lincoln. Over the last 100 years, Lincoln's witnessed a good bit of history. They've even made some themselves. Now, as they reach their 101 year, they're revealing the future of Sanctuary with their Lincoln Star concept. This concept vehicle explores some near-future features like rejuvenation moods, an experience of light and scent designed to relax you within your own vehicle. To learn more, visit lincoln.com slash concept future. Hi, and welcome to the Business of Feelings. I'm Daniela Pearson, co-founder and co-CEO of Wondermind, the first-of-its-kind mental fitness ecosystem focused on breaking the stigma surrounding mental health. In this weekly podcast, I sit down with those who have risen the ranks of the business world in a range of industries and discuss something that's often not talked about, their feelings. As an entrepreneur myself with a history of mental health struggles, I know firsthand how important it is to have these conversations and let others know that they are not alone. We all have our own mental health journeys, and it's time we talk about that. Today's episode is a little different from our previous episodes. We talked to Serena Williams right before she announced her retirement back in August, and you're going to be hearing directly from her on everything from mental fitness to motherhood to business. But first, we asked her, how's everything going? Everything is good. It's never really great, you know what I mean? It's always something that I think you deal with, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, but it's really about managing. It's really about managing and how you're able to do it and how you're able to like just manage your emotions and your feelings and everything and still be able to perform. And I'm not talking about performing on a big stage or anything, just like perform in general, just perform as a mom for me or just perform in day to day life. So I think those are kind of my emotions now, but it's good because I always kind of think about what are the most important things to me and prioritize those. Serena also told us what mental fitness means to her. Um, Mental fitness for me is just really learning to shut down. And, you know, I did this years ago without even before mental health was like a topic among everyone's mind. It was more just like, all right, I'm shutting myself down today. Just subconsciously, it was something I've always done. And so now that I know that it's so important to just put yourself first, especially mentally, I always have shut down moments. I have serious boundaries and I don't let anyone cross those boundaries and it's so bad because I really don't do anything for me and I'm terrible at that and I've said it time and time again I'm working on it but more or less at least prioritizing what I need to do and then when I'm turned off I'm turned off. Serena also told us that prayer really helps her see the bigger picture. I'm a high strung individual, like, and what I do, like, you can see me, like, when I'm in my job and I'm playing tennis, I'm like, ah, you know, I'm like really super intense, but that's my passion and that's kind of how I wear it, even in with VC and everything that I do. So I do have a tendency to become anxious, but I really learned over the past that, first of all, for me, prayer works a lot, just really realizing the bigger picture. And it really has helped with my anxiety. And I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, in 10 years, in five years, in three months, is this going to be super important? And then I kind of work backwards from there. 
One thing Serena's still working on is prioritizing herself. It's not easy, and that's why I said I can do better because I do all this stuff, because I do my work and then do VC stuff, and then I do Olympia stuff, my daughter. But I don't do Serena stuff. And I'm still trying to figure out the balance of how to prioritize myself, but it's hard as a mom because it's like, Olympia wants to do this and she wants to do that. And I'm like, okay, I can do that and I can do this. And there is no time for me. So it's like, I'm still trying to figure that out. But the discipline Serena's learned from tennis is something that's helped her in all areas of her life. Yeah, so I'm super disciplined in tennis. And without trying to pontificate, I know what it takes to be successful and to be the best at something. And so it's really interesting how to transfer that to other aspects of my life. And so um, whether it's VC, I know, okay, I need a really good team. I need to work X amount of hours to do these deals. I need to just kind of understand, like, what is the formula in VC? Does the formula that I've done in tennis, does that work with what I do here? And typically it does. You know, one thing that I heard a lot about, you know, when we were raising money and all this other stuff is that once you understand what success looks like, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Obviously you have to be focused on it, but you can really understand how to redo that equation and something else. She told us that retiring from tennis was one of her hardest decisions an important one. It's weird in a way because it's like, for me, tennis, like physically, I won't be able to perform forever. And so it's like, when you love something so much, it's like, okay, well, dang, like at some point this has to end. So it is weird when you think like, okay, my whole life that I can remember, I've been like getting up and training or training mentally for a goal, you know? And so I think that day will be weird, but I'll also be extremely (laughs) excited because my whole life I've waken up and I've had to train for a goal or something. And this is the first day I don't even have to think about it ever. And it's something that I'm actually looking super excited about, you know? But at the same time, it's like the mixed emotions. Like I literally can't wait. Like, oh my gosh, I am so excited to what I say. And I'm a Disney lover. Like when that uh, Rapunzel song, when will my life begin? (laughs) Serena's excited for her next big challenge. Serena Ventures, the venture capital fund she founded in 2017 that invests in women and people of color founded businesses something she says she's always been ready for. So I've always been someone that has been business-minded. You know, I was just at Black Tech Week, and I was just speaking to them saying, I think in particular, Black people and African Americans are always entrepreneurs because of what we have to live through. And it's so interesting because you have to work harder, especially if you're not born with a lot of money. You have to think of ways like just to make money in a fresh way because you're not given the same opportunities. And so for me, it's like I've always seen my dad be an entrepreneur. And so it was like it was natural for me to like want to do more. And he always told me, have a backup plan in case tennis doesn't work out. And so I went to fashion school and then I actually did business school at UMass. And then there was a lot of things that I did, you know, because I wanted a backup plan. And meanwhile, this is during and after winning Wimbledon's and the U.S. Opens. I was kind of nuts. But I'm a planner and, you know, I like a backup plan. (laughs) So um, I think I've always kind of had that spirit. And I always knew that I wanted to do more. I always said that my career on the court is going to be like, and she played tennis. So it's it's going to be the and. 
and like always wanted a different part of my career, which is, I know that's clear that is Serena Ventures is going to be the bigger part of my career. And that's kind of how I've always saw it since I was a kid. Of course, I didn't know it was going to be Serena Ventures at the time, but I always knew it was going to be something else. And so that's kind of how I modeled my career. We'll be back after a short break. A century ago, Lincoln was born to design automobiles for those who sought an elevated driving experience. Entering year 101, they continue to reimagine what a driving machine can be. Connect with them and stay up to date on the future of Lincoln to learn about things like the Lincoln Star concept. It contains some not-too-far-off features like Horizon Display, a screen that shows off all of the info you could ever need in one ultra-wide package. To learn more, visit lincoln.com slash concept dash future. Now back to the show. Serena told us her greatest challenge is one closest to home, motherhood. You're never right as a mom. It's like you're always second guessing yourself and you're always like, I don't know if this is right. You'll know in, you know, 20 years down the road, you know, but it's always just like, I don't know. And what if I did this wrong? And you're kind of second guessing yourself. But I think that the most important thing is teaching her about God and teaching her about the Bible. That's so important to me. And so I know that that's the best thing for her. And as long as I root that, then everything else will kind of fall in place. And that's, that's all I can say and do about it. Serena also had a lot of good advice on how to handle disappointment, something she's learned from both tennis and business. In both situations, in particular in tennis, I get really disappointed. People like me, we're literally like everyone else. I get upset. You don't talk to me for like a week. I definitely get really down and I get negative and then I get discouraged sometimes. But then I remember that Discouragement is never good, and that's when a lot of bad things can happen if you're feeling discouraged. And so I remember that, and then I'm like, okay, let me pick myself up. Then I just start to think, all right, well, what can I learn from this? And this is also in business. If something goes wrong, I think, what did I do wrong? What can I learn from it? And how do I not make the same mistakes in the past? One of my favorite books is so simple. It's called Who Moved My Cheese? It's an easy read, and it's just great and it talks about staying in the moment and staying in the present and don't make the same mistakes in the past live in the present and plan and make sure you're planning for the future and so I really am motivated by that. Serena also opened up about living in the spotlight. It's definitely can be lonely at the top and particular tennis people don't realize how many hours you spend by yourself so much so that it was hard for me in a relationship because I'm like so used to being alone every single minute and day of my life that it's like, well, I can't even be around people. And a lot of people don't realize that. So you get this celebration and it's like, great, but behind closed doors, the life is different because you also, you have to live your life, whether it's going outside, it becomes a problem because it's like, there is no privacy. But all that stuff is great because if, if there's no privacy, it means you're successful. And that's kind of what you want, but it comes at a cost, right? And it's worth the cost if you think it is, but there's always a trade-off. Thanks to Serena Williams for sharing with us today. 
I hope you really appreciate her vulnerability just like I do and it makes you feel a little less alone with the feelings that you feel because she is literally the GOAT. Hey everyone, the interview might be over but the episode is not. Today we're going to do something very special, we've never done this before. We asked via Instagram at OfficialWonderMind what you guys thought the definition, the meaning of success is to you. And we got a ton of incredible responses, and I will be reading a few. So next time we do this, please reach out and tell us your answer. And now I will read the answers to what does success look like for you. Sinam N. from London in the UK says... What does success look like to me? I think for me, it's more important what success feels like rather than what it looks like. Success to me feels like feeling joy, love, and at peace with myself and where I am. Success is having deep and meaningful relationships with my family and friends and people I love. Success is a feeling, a sense of purpose, that doesn't rely on achievements or wealth of status. Success to me feels like freedom and inner peace. Wow, that was beautiful. Okay, next up, we have Aylin K, and she is from Germany. Wow, we have a lot of international listeners here and followers. So her answer is, I am a screenwriter, and whenever I write something, I write with my target audience in mind. So if the people from that audience reach out to me after watching my series to tell me how much I've touched them, I know that no matter what the total numbers are, I did my job right, and that to me is success. Congratulations, Aylin, on uh, your screenwriting, and that was an amazing answer. Next up, we have Victoria R. from Jersey City, New Jersey. She says, success looks like coming home to someone and having true friends to confide to. I love that. Next up is Madhu D. from Toronto. Success is when I'm able to self-appreciate rather than hearing praises from others. Wow, this one really touches me personally. So Madhu, this is a really good one and I need to follow it. Okay. Brenda O. from Mexico. Success is living at peace and enjoying sharing prosperity with my loved ones. Success means I can stop running, metaphorically speaking, and I can take some minutes to enjoy life. And then she has a peace sign emoji. Love that. This next one is from Sasha H. from St. Charles, Illinois. Success to me is freedom of my time to do what matters most to me, like sleeping in, bonding and taking care of my two kids, traveling, making memories, serving and giving to others, running my business through overseeing it, not micromanaging it, and most of all, having time to do what gives me balance and peace, such as my Orange Theory sessions, yoga, meditation, reading a good book, and getting to hang with my community group from church once a week. Wow, that is such a good answer and so many tips in there. Sasha, please DM me and let me know what books you're reading because I need a recommendation. 
Next up, we have Ricardo C. from Venice, Italy. I am very jealous. Success for me looks like living where you live. He says, For me, success looks like to achieve something that could be a long-life dream or simply a day goal, something that makes me smile. This next one's from Austin T. from Los Angeles, California. They say... I've spent a lot of time pondering on this topic in recent years as it's kind of the big looming question coming of age season of my life. As an artist, I feel my success comes in emotions and collaborative spaces. Okay, now we have Christina R. from Cologne, Germany. It sounds like a cliche, but how I viewed success changed to me over the last years, and the older I became, the more it changed even more. Earlier, I thought success meant a high position at work, earning lots of money and being able to buy a house, nice things, etc. Now, my idea of success is to have as many days as possible during the year in which I feel genuinely, and she marks this with those little star asterisks, content with myself and overall just happy because I realized when I'm happy I can give so much more to the people around me than just money. I totally agree with that and my definition of success has totally changed since I've gotten older and wiser. (laughs) Next we have Jessica B from Hamilton, Ontario. To me success looks like an accomplishment of any kind It can be the smallest task or a large one, but as long as the goal is met, e.g. waking up this morning, then I call that a success. I love that, Jessica. We should be celebrating our daily successes. Next up, we have Rami S. from Kansas City, Missouri. So we asked, what does success look like to you? And they said, That's a good question. To me, success looks like making my mark on the world, being able to do what I love for a living while using my platform to help people all over the world. What good is my success if I can't share it? If I have the ability slash resources to help so many people change lives and spread love and positivity, I'm going to use it. That's one way I see success. Another way is to appreciate where I'm at now. If I made it this far in life and I'm still going strong, that's success to me. I proved to myself I can successfully stay strong and focused on my goal and not to let my mental health get in the way like it used to. I've successfully made it to a good place in life. Success doesn't always have to be from a huge accomplishment. It's also the small successes that count, sometimes even more than the big ones. So long story short, haha. Success looks like all the small accomplishments you've made to better yourself slash get yourself further in what you're trying to do. Success looks like, to me, looking back at myself in the mirror and seeing how far I've come. Love the podcast. Spread love. Thank you so much, Rami. Okay, so last but not least, and thank you so much to all of the incredible people and listeners of this podcast and followers of us on Instagram who submitted their incredible responses. I wish we could read them all, but we will end with my co-founder, Mandy Tifi, and what success looks like to her. And it's a very short and sweet answer that I really loved and appreciated. She said, Success is never working a day in my life, 
and I fulfill my being by doing what I love. So powerful. (laughs) And I guess I'll share what success looks like to me. I think for me, from being an entrepreneur for almost eight years, I think before when I started on that journey, success looked like making my own destiny and being free. But I think now I believe that success is feeling like you have no regrets. I think that's true happiness and success in my eyes. Thank you guys so much for submitting your answers again. And I really hope you like this segment. And if you do, please, please, please go onto Instagram comment on my last post my handle is daniella underscore pearson or wondermind's last post it's at official wondermind and let us know how you liked today's episode and if you liked this q a if we should do more or if you have any questions that you think we should ask the community thanks so much don't forget to subscribe to the business of feelings on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts and if you want access to more mental fitness content Make sure to check out wondermind.com or sign up for our tri-weekly newsletter. I'll see you next time when we're back with another great guest being open and honest about their feelings as they build their empires. Our theme song is written and produced by John Levine and The Business of Feelings is produced by Wondermind and Big Din Productions. Thanks for listening.